0: Redeemer, as we continue growing in our understanding of our own story, we are gathering and sharing the stories of the people in this place. With our podcast, Interrupting Grace, Living Into the Way of Love, we will share these stories. The stories of grace in action, the stories of love in the world, the stories of living the way of love. How are you the Interrupting Grace? The Way of Love at Home series is part of our Interrupting Grace podcast. In this Advent series, Philip Duvall and I will discuss the Way of Love Advent curriculum. In this episode, The Birth of Jesus, Journeying into the World, the angels appear again, this time not to a single person in private, but before the shepherds, proclaiming the good news of Jesus' birth. The shepherds went in haste to see the infant Jesus, and then told others what they had seen and heard. The way of love cannot be contained the way of love bursts out into the world crossing boundaries and offering blessings to many it demands to be told in those days a decree went out from emperor augustus that all the world should be registered this was the first registration and was taken while quirinius was governor of syria all went to their own towns to be registered Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. For see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those whom he favors. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. The angels appear again this time, not to a single person in private, but before the shepherds, proclaiming the good news of Jesus' birth. The shepherds went in haste to see the infant Jesus and then told others what they had seen and heard. The way of love cannot be contained. The way of love bursts out into the world, crossing boundaries and offering blessings to many. It demands to be told. Recall the following moments from the reading. The angels praise God and proclaim the birth of Jesus. The shepherds run in haste to see the Savior. The shepherds tell what they have seen and heard. Mary ponders all these things in her heart. Which moment most reflects where you are today? Why? What do you see as the gifts Jesus' birth brings into the world? Where, with whom, and how are you called to share about the good news of Jesus' life and love? And what amazes you about God, about God's love? There you go. So the leading part of this of this uh, session is journeying in the world, in mm. that this idea that it wasn't in private, um, as far as uh, the shepherds, right? Like the 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 other people. There's other people taking this on in some way. And taking it from a place.
1: That it doesn't just affect one or two people, but that other people are invited into this. That I like that point of view that that, that 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 it's not just the angels don't just see it or don't just the angels don't just show up, or one angel doesn't just show up to one person. That you have a chorus of angels that are a chorus of heavenly messengers that are communicating this reality to a group of people is mm. something that's worth paying attention to. Actually had never thought about that before.
0: Yeah. I mean, so much of this story is focused on that the manger, right? Mm. That we we think of Jesus in this manger and we have the ideas of this child, right? Being brought this this child in the world. Um but it is outside those walls. Um
1: Well, and I think we do a disservice in terms of our imagery of this story. We always think of it as like Mary and Joseph by themselves with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And like, if it's crowded, it's because there's animals around. And then, um, and then these shepherds show up. But they're in the stable of essentially they're, you know, in the outer room of somebody's house of an inn because it's packed with people.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: so many people, there is no room is this is a, this is, and and then there's not one angel, there's a whole host of them. And then there's not a shepherd, but a bunch of them. This is, um, this is not a COVID friendly story. Uh, but I think we, we tend to see it as this sort of austere and, uh, quiet little thing that happened that nobody noticed, Mm. but it's, um, A child being born is, with very few exceptions, not a quiet experience.
0: Right, right, I was just gonna go that direction. That
1: that almost definitely would mean that some of the other women in this very crowded, uh, overbooked place are there midwifing Mm -hmm. and, and participating. And Joseph is there, but probably watching, not delivering the child on his own right um there's 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 um you know we talk about oh like oh a manger uh like oh no like uh, there's there's animal stuff yeah there's also like blood and placenta and afterbirth. i i've seen three of these personally firsthand there's a lot going on and it is not quiet and it is Mm -hmm. not um in in like and then so to in in that in the context our first child was born in an or was born in an operating room after 32 hours of labor we just we 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 went in for an emergency c section and there are like 10 people in that room and the radio's playing and the lights are on and it was one of the most magical beautiful things that's ever happened in my life right. while while Lionel Richie all night long was playing on the radio my child was was being uh uh by, surgically removed from from right. my wife you know and um, and it's one of the most beautiful things that's ever happened. So we we project our own understanding of of this story as this sort of austere, quiet, out of the way. F- yes, you put your hand. You can, people can't see your hands, but the sort, of yeah, like, yeah. like sort of like sort of like close to the you know close to the vest yeah. moment. This is this is um, 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 a crowded, loud, um, uh, busy, bustling mm-hmm. reality um with um that also is nonetheless holy. So I'm not saying it's not holy. Yeah. I'm saying it forces us to think about holiness differently.
0: Absolutely. I think the thing when you talk about this bustling and this energy, we think of those moments when we go or we experience um uh, like a concert or a or a, ah. a space of of uh um or yeah any type of music or or a, a sporting event or whatever it is the energy you leave with and to think of something like to think of this as something where you're energized in that same way of course people are going to journey into the world and and share about what they ex- what happened right
1: yep yep i i um so i've been to three arcade fire concerts okay they're communal events I mean, all concerts are to some degree, mm-hmm. but this band is like a six-piece band with with big instruments and big sound, and they make a point in their staging and in their interaction with the audience to make it an, an a part, you feel like you're part of the event.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's loud, obviously. I mean, like you could wear earplugs, it's so loud, and you're bumping up against people and it, you can smell people and 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 other things at a concert. Mm-hmm. And it's... And the first time I saw them was, was genuinely one of the most holy. Yeah. And I don't even mind like saying that. Like I, it sounds cheesy to some people, but like, like everyone's, you know, they do that song, um, wake up from their first album mm-hmm. as their encore. And it's got this chorus of people. I won't try to sing it now, but like doing like, it's just an, Oh, like, Oh, like this The yeah. whole crowd is doing it and we're all participating and it's loud and it's crazy. And it's, and I'm like, we were like, I'm like, like, and it sounds so goofy, but it's like, man, we are all together in this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like thinking about the holiness there. And as you said, or at, at, at like, uh, if you've ever been to a playoff baseball game, mm-hmm. um, and this is Cincinnati, so we, it's rare that we've been to a play, playoff <laughs> baseball or football game, but they happen. Yeah. Okay, Another play, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Where, where do you think, uh, what, what part of this story uh, reflects where you are today, you think?
1: So I'm in that place you just described. I mean, I said it kind of jokingly earlier, but um, you know that place where when you're watching TV or movies right now and everyone's all hanging out at a party and you're like, well, they're all too close. Yeah. Because of the pandemic and how we're not partying or seeing anybody. Um, That's like where it's hard. It's actually almost like I pref- I would like to – All the things I've just said, I wish they weren't true because I like the austerity right now because it's so quiet and it's so isolated in our lives. Um, And the idea of like going out into the world, it's so hard to understand how to do that right now. Yeah. But, um, you know, I might, you know, we've been talking so much during... The last few weeks about Mary, mm-hmm. and um, and I think about Mary in this situation. Just sort of, she she noticed all these things and pondered them in her heart. Is one of my favorite lines ever? But thinking about her being in the middle of everything. But also in some ways, just being an observer of the things that are mm-hmm. happening that are bigger than she can she can't control. Shepherds showing up, mm-hmm. so they show up, and she just pays attention to it. And they say all this crazy stuff, and she just goes like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna ponder that."
0: You know the the scenes in movies when the that like character is. Um it goes silent around them and they are everything around, their slow motion, but everything around them is moving. And you know, there's that, mm. that, that filter to it. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're taking in everything. That's almost kind of what, when you were describing that, where my head went. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, I, I think I'm kind of in that place too, as far as the pondering. Um, but this other part of angels praise God and proclaim the birth of Jesus, there's there's something to the um something that like in its minute form that I can do is proclaim the birth of Jesus in this time, right yeah, it's almost like that is that's something I can do. I don't know about the other stuff, but
1: yeah, I can't be a shepherd running to tell anybody anything,
0: yeah, yeah I mean and and if even to proclaim for myself right that Um, how, how does that, how do I live if that's what, if I have that mentality, what does that look like, um, during this time? Um, I don't know what that is, but that, that as far as, um, something to hold on to, Mm -hmm. that's the, that's the, the one that I keep leaning to. Um,
1: Um, also... I'm still harping on this, like the angel, the heavenly host, in my mind, they're all like in the air, which uh, you, there's some f- healthy space distance there. Right. They're distanced appropriately from people. That's
0: so true. No, but You know,
1: like I, I the other thing, I, so the thing I think about the angels, um, well, first of all, let me just not go too far. Like what you just said in terms of like, there's, I don't know what I can do. But I can proclaim this, and I have felt that a lot, you know, throughout the last nine months. Of like, um, I know that what I say publicly isn't everything, and it isn't doesn't. You know, you can say all sorts of things, and it doesn't mean you've done anything. But I, but I, but we are in a place where we're not able or, or shouldn't be going out places and shouldn't be gathering and. So if there are ways that I can proclaim God's presence in the saving reality of Jesus in our lives, uh, any way that I can do that, that's something. Any Any way that that can be proclaimed. that's that's really beautiful. But I'm thinking about those angels. And I think about this idea of revelation, that the term revelation to reveal literally, and it comes from like uncovering apocalypse is like to pull the cover off of. Mm-hmm. And, and so uh, the uncovering, I always feel almost like when it's described, it's like, it's like the way someone described it to me, in the 70 was like, you know, we have one of those uh, blinds in our house now where you pull it down, but then you pull it and it flies back up. Mm-hmm. Like in the old movies, like it's on a roller. And when you right, and it goes, right. It pulls back up. So like when you pull on it and then everything pops back up and you see everything outside the window behind it, that revelation is actually, it's not about what's going to happen to you down the line. It's that there's this curtain between us and the divine and somebody pulled on the curtain on the blind and it flew up. And all of a sudden you're seeing what's on the other side of that blind. Imagine the skies and the, the stars and the darkness are that curtain. And when you lift that back up, the veil, the the, the blinds, you see what's already happening, what's already going on.
2: Mm-hmm. And so in my
1: mind the angels it's almost like the it's almost like the angels didn't show up here. It's that they were already there and someone pulled the blinds up and they're already there and already saying this reality about who God is. And so like I the thing the reason I bring that up now is I have never been in more clear in my life on the the active presence of God than I have been during this past nine months that, and it's not because God's just showed up. It's that all of the ways that I just, I just now see God acting in a different way, perhaps than, than I have before. Um, and so it's like those angels are, are if they weren't down here singing that song, they'd be up there singing that song. That's just what their deal is, you know? Mm-hmm. And so we're just being given a taste of like, like the curtains got drawn up and there they are. Like we're doing this thing. We're seeing this reality. That's the truth of who Jesus is. Right. Right. So that's where my head's at.
0: Mm. So there's a part of me also that, you know, connecting this to that idea of prophecy, right. That this is, this is, long awaited and and um when they think about you know asking the question of um what amazes you about god or god's love or or the idea of the way of love bursts out into the world um crossing boundaries and offering blessings um i i, I can't i can't form it properly right mm-hmm. now but like that idea that this desire and, and longing was fulfilled. Like what, what does that feel like? Mm. Like, like where is, I mean, that's why they went running out to everybody else. Right. That that's this bursting out that you just can't hold in.
1: Um, Well, this is like the, the, the acknowledgement that this is something people have been waiting for.
0: Yeah. I mean, Th- then th- that leads me to the the what do you see as the gifts of Jesus's birth, right? That that it it gives that hope, right? As you said.
1: Um, well, we talked a lot last week about I think we did. We talked a lot. Didn't we talk a little bit about sort of like, yeah, we talked about community.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: So thinking about this story within that community. <sighs>
0: It's hard for me to 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 you know step away from that. Like you know, it thinks it talks about going into the world, but it's like so much of our context is that community uh, is community, right? Um, yeah.
1: Well, it's and it's it's going back to his family of origin. Mm-hmm. Man, there's baggage there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> what ever wonder why he went all the way from Bethlehem to Nazareth? Maybe he didn't want to be in Bethlehem. You know what I mean? Right. And it took a decree from a governor uh, um, and a uh, you know a threat of imprisonment to get him to get him back there, I guess. But and then as soon as they get out, as soon as they baby's born, they're like, anyways, back to Nazareth. Bye, guys. You know. Um. Um. But but like he's there's there's the family dynamics. There's um, again, if the if if this is a bunch of um, if this is a Jewish town. And people all have to go back to their place of origin and now she's giving birth and the place is full. Mm. Like these are people that they know, many of them, and other ones that they don't, but they still share a life and a culture. And so this 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 child being born, like
2: mm.
1: is being born into a context of community. And so the shepherds are a part of that community. But the shepherds are two things, right? They're both a part of that community because they're fellow Israelites who are waiting on the same thing. Mm. But then they're external because they're like not of the same group. They're like this other thing. They're these shepherds and they just show up and they're like, Hey, look, we weren't invited to this thing, but we're here. So there's, there's, it's, it's both a, it's an expanding. What Jesus does in that moment is from his first movement, expand that community.
0: Well, and it's then um, connects, us all right yeah
1: yeah all of it <laughs> yeah everything gets connected heaven and earth yep and all in between right
0: that that it's it's hmm. it, it like it bursts forth beyond its own boundaries right it, it goes it goes to the ends mm.
1: are you are you more of an introvert
0: yeah well i mean i'm an infj
1: Okay, that's right. So, how do you see? I mean, I think everyone knows of me who knows me and sees me as an extrovert, and they're correct. And I'm pretty outgoing. There's this. So, when I talk about how this love is abundant and it spills out and pushes us outward,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and how important relationship is, and I don't think that's all the purview of the extrovert, introverts pri- privilege relationship. Yeah. But I mean, so I know all that. But the language of that sort of evangelism or they'll take it to the streets or the spilling outward and can't contain it, as you said, like can sometimes feel to me extroverted by definition. Yeah, yeah. So I guess for me, I'm like, oh, cool, that's no problem. But I guess I wonder for you, does that inherently take you out of your comfort zone or what does it do?
0: Not, not really, like the idea of um, that feeling of like bursting open that is something that at least for me, cause I'm a huge imagery person too. Mm-hmm. So like to think of bursting open um, is totally something I can hold on to.
2: Mm.
0: Well, it's interesting to also think of, um, so the angels here, right? Praise God and proclaim the birth of Jesus. But then looking at the shepherds, um, tell what they have seen and heard right so it's so much of this um, there's a there's a uh, there's another side of that right that there's just not the individual that there is a they're telling somebody they're running to somebody they uh, something's proclaimed to somebody um that I, I don't know what the right language of in literature is but there's that other character right um that is inferred here.
1: Ooh, tell me what you mean.
0: So like they, that, that the shepherds, the angels, they're not the only ones in this story right. that that there's the person that they're talking to is, right. is part of this story. And I think that's interesting that, that I think that, um, again, looking at this story, that it's, that part is sometimes lost that, that, I think I, I th- it was a couple years ago that, like, Go Tell It on the Mountain finally, like, I was like, oh, no, I like that one maybe the most. And it's like, oh, really? you know, yeah, like, it's, tell me, tell me. I mean, I think there was this like connection of like, oh, no, that's that's what this is about. Like, this is this is about going and telling about what has happened and Mm -hmm. and i think you know you think of silent night right that creates this whole story like silent night or a little town of bethlehem or uh any of those carols that are just the like dear and tender type of things right and go tell it on the mountain is like yeah Yeah, let's just do (laughs) it yeah get it
1: we really prioritize this sort of uh, a uh, picture of it being this really kind of quiet thing. Mm-hmm. How silently, how silently the wondrous gift is given
2: mm-hmm.
1: that God imparts to human hearts the blessing of all mm-hmm. his heaven. Like, I love that song. It's probably, oh, a little time about that might be my favorite, but who who decided it was still? Who decided it was silent? Like, yeah, it's bustling and and then whenever we have our Christmas experiences, which are hectic and barely, you're just trying to hang on for dear life. We somehow act like that's different from what Christmas is supposed to be.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. That's
1: because it doesn't live up to this idealized version of Christmas, right? Oh, that's great. You've heard me say this before because I say it almost every Christmas, but like I and I stole it straight from my mentor who who said like you know there's no like you take you're taking you're taking the gifts you got this one Christmas and then the brunch you had this other Christmas and then the jammies you were wearing on this other Christmas and then the weather outside from this other Christmas and then when family de- re- visited from this Christmas and you're putting them all together in your head and creating one Christmas and then trying to measure all of them up to that. And that's insane. But that's what we do. And, and even now, and then what we really do here is then we and then we compare all that to a picture of, of the first Christmas that is completely inaccurate.
0: Yeah. That's
1: then we judge ourselves for
0: it. Yep. Yep. Absolutely.
1: The way of love. When I was reading through the material for today, talks about there's a part in it, and maybe you read it, where it says the way of love cannot be contained. Mm -hmm. And what I love about that is we. I kept thinking about the way of love as practices I would need to take, like. I need to put these, incorporate these practices into my life and make myself something or whatever. but the idea of the way of love as an entity that already exists, whether we call it something or not the idea that these practices are tapping into an existing reality, which we talked a little bit about in our first
2: mm-hmm. our
1: first episode of this but like really like to tap into what's already true rather than try to reach out for something that isn't. Mm. is a very different paradigm so for christmas instead of trying to make it the right kind of christmas yeah what would it look like for you and i like for all of us to to, to like love this christmas for what it is yeah instead of to judge it mm. by the metric of all the other christmases that ever were
0: Right. We talk and we talk and we talk. At least in, in conversations I have about the way of love, it's, it's just adding a lens to what's already existing. Let's let's just do that with this. Like that is, I mean, how we talk about, you know, the the at least for me, the freeing of forgiveness and how like think of the 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 freeing of the way of love as an entity, as you said, um, and just is. And you hop on.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Well, and it's hard, and it, you know, I mean, speaking frankly, it's difficult because we know the people who created Way of Love, and they just created it a couple years ago. Right. And so it feels a little bit like like we're still trying to convince people this exists. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But, but even that, I mean, like, but it is here, and it is, it is a, it is a, it is a, a, a practice, a rule of life that didn't introduce anything actually new to the like what is this praying all about i mean it's not like you know like read (laughs) scriptures daily what are you talking about focusing on jesus huh what is this where did this This come from what are these new fangled ideas right Uh, so in rest obviously we keep harping on rest it's mm -hmm. like like nothing new about it Mm -hmm. yeah
2: well and then
0: thinking of um jesus coming into the world right that that we're recognizing this reality. Mm. That
1: um, right. We didn't make him be born. No. And actually one of the real important aspects, I mean, it's so I get so tired of people talking about whether or not Mary was a virgin. It's it is an incredibly boring conversation to me. And if and if that offends you, I'm just gonna let not you, Annie, but the listener. Mm-hmm. If that offends you, then it offends you, but hear me out. Mm-hmm. Like like, there is so much power in what that means, and it's not about sex shaming, and it's not about sex being pure or impure. Um, there is, in the story that's told, Is not even that God is taking something that Mary has done and making it good. It's not that Mary's trying to make the Savior and is rewarded. It's not that Mary's gotten in trouble and gotten impregnated by accident and God's taking a a scandal and making it good. Although both of those things are present all elsewhere in scriptures and that's fine too. Mm -hmm. But the story has it that by God's initiative, Jesus is showing up in the world. And by God's initiative, divinity and humanity are going to be intertwined uh, uh, inextricably forever forever. At God's initiative, the deliverance of the world is taking place. At God's initiative, Jesus is becoming present and known and active and living in the world, and and it's not something. in what Mary's part, Mary has a part in it, and participates in it, and 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 is very much an active participant in the reality of Jesus being birthed into the world. Obviously, but the but one of the important things about the quote unquote virgin birth that's really important is that this is something that is is instigated it's something that god's choosing in god's own time jesus shows up and and our part is to witness it
0: yeah i mean that also reminds me of uh i think jimmy barts is the one that says it is as recognizing the competent god right
1: yep. yeah, i texted him after we talked about that one night yeah. and i was like Hey, I quote you on this, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm quoting someone else on that." Uh, he's like, "I'm like, is it Dallas Willard?" He's like, "I don't know. It might be John Ortberg, who's this Presbyterian pastor okay. and writer." But, but either way, he's like, "But he's like, but I was just preaching on that. I was like, oh yeah, I just wrote a whole blog post on it on the <laughs> but, but it's a really important point: the insistence that we actually, the God that, in whom we have faith, is a competent God, the God that knows what they are doing, right? Yeah. What made you think of What did you think of that?
0: Well, I mean, the competent God, I think, I mean, so much of that is, you know, it says here, like what amazes you about God or God's love is that um, when we, in relationships that we have in life, uh, when we stop worrying about what the other is doing, um, and I think in this case, thinking of the way of love too, when we stop worrying about what what our relationship is to whatever um, this construct of uh, uh, these practices that already exist, right? That um, it, I say this every time I feel, but it goes to the trust. It goes to the, the acknowledgement of the other is able (laughs) and, and you don't have to take that on. Um, And, and so much, so much of the birth of Jesus, I think um, taps into that and, and um, shows that to us. Um,
1: I think one of my favorite things I ever learned from anyone uh, since becoming Episcopalian was the, reminder that in our in our Eucharistic prayer we join our voices with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven and someone pointing out to me that this means that I remember being at a funeral and and the rector saying now I say it at almost every funeral that we, where there's a Eucharist And when we say these words that means that the person that died that're we there to bury, that they are part of that heavenly chorus too, that we're singing and saying these words alongside people who are already saying it. Mm -hmm. This is not, if you don't say it, no one will. This is um, when you say it, you are joining in with others who are already there.
0: And I think that's one of the gifts that this birth brings.
1: Mm. Yeah. Is,
0: Is this, almost this recognition of the other that the blessedness and the, the, the blessing that we are um, Hmm. just by being is birth.
1: God, God and God blesses our humanity by sharing in it. Right. Jesus the the conception I'll grant you is unique, but the birth is just a. I mean, Jesus does the same thing every other human ever did get born. Gets born into the world. That's the thing that happens. Jesus gets born, and Jesus has skin and blood and flesh and bone, is born and lives and dies. And and if God is willing to do that, that means that our life by virtue of this birth we are blessed we are point we are meant to notice that this matters
0: i think that's the biggest takeaway for me is that this is where where it's so cliche we're in this together that that i think that's one of the gifts that jesus births to is that we're we're not alone in this
1: we could use a little bit more of that cliche and we could yeah. really start believing it and seeing what happens
0: right mm all right
1: all right my friend god who makes the impossible possible quicken our hearts to follow the shepherds who went with haste to see jesus and told the world what they had heard and seen enliven our imagination to the many ways to walk the way of love with jesus strengthen our resolve to remain on the journey with jesus as individuals with family and friends and in community to, to proclaim your word, your word in,
2: the in the world. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, and with the, the power, power of the Holy Spirit, Spirit one God, whose, whose way is love. Amen. Go tell it on the mountain, over the hills and everywhere. Go tell it on the mountain, That Jesus Christ is born while shepherds kept their watching, or silent flocks by night behold.